Welcome to the Health Leaders Podcast, the place for peer source and solution-focused insights for healthcare executives, with new episodes airing every Tuesday. My name's Eric Wickland, and I'm the Technology and Innovations Editor for Health Leaders. Today, we're talking to Sophie Liu, Senior Vice President and Chief Information Officer for Northwell Health. And we're chatting in the Exhibition Hall at the HIMSS 2023 Conference and Exhibition in Chicago. Uh, you joined, uh, so you joined Northwell Health in 2010. Uh, becoming the health system's chief applications officer in 2017, you now oversee one of the most robust digital information and technology departments in the healthcare space, uh, with more than 1,900 team members and 3,000 solutions. Um, what are what are some of the biggest challenges that you're seeing as a CIO? We'll go with that. <laughs> okay. So it's probably everything you just said. Uh, if you think about being one of the largest integrated health systems with about 300 best, 300, 3,000 best of breed systems across the board um, that we need to upkeep, that we need to integrate, and that we need to ensure that we're mapping uh, data effectively across all of them in order for us to um, utilize and uh, leap off of that data on any innovation or other initiatives that we want to leverage that for. So um, that is a challenge uh, in itself being that it is uh, that the modernizing the technology stack and the foundation upkeep. Uh, it is also just a pace of change that is happening in the industry uh, and you know reaping that uh, energy and wanting to ensure that we are also evolving healthcare and the care product and experience across that um, in a easy, seamless way uh, is easier said than done. Yeah. How, you know, some of these challenges, how are you addressing them now that kind of a, is different than you had expected? Yeah. So um, Northwell is a very progressive, I would say, uh, organization. It uh, has a, a amazing leadership team, uh, and we never give up on a crisis, and we leverage crisis for opportunities. So coming out of the pandemic, we learned a lot, and we not only re recovered from the crisis or is recovering, uh, we are also uh, making an intentional investment to differentiate ourselves with innovation and digital transformation by investing in technology to leap forward. And so um, planning that journey and that strategy it started us down um, into committing in what we call uh, bolstering up the foundation in order for us to uh, modernize and enable um, the digital spaces, which uh, the EHR is one of them, looking at um, the uh, data and the cloud enablement so that we are modernizing the stack to enable easy experiences. And I would even say as simple as, you know, sort of the interface um, that the constituent, whether that is a patient or a clinician or a um, part of our operational workforce to have that option and the ease of utilizing modern technology and um, and uh, experience is another pillar and also we are looking at speaking of experience looking at the customer relationship management to look learn from outside industry but fully understanding that healthcare is unique in all the um, 
the, the spaces that we are interacting and delivering care, but also that we have to respect privacy and security. Uh, at the same time, we want to be the uh, Google of the world and the next best thing in um, learning about your preferences, serving up proactively what you should be doing to um, maintain your wellness and your um, your 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 checks, uh, health checks, and your um, you know um, how you should be living your life. Maybe exercise uh, and do this and that. So we are doubling down on all three of those pillars, uh, working together in the next couple of years uh, in what we're calling solidifying our foundation. It's certainly a full plate. Sorry, a lot of words. <laughs> okay. And that may lead up to the first challenge, too. They're all yeah. happening all at once. Exactly. We're seeing all so much that's going on on this floor at, at, at the, the exhibit hall. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of technological solutions to what are fast becoming a different, different definitions of healthcare. Um, as you know, as a CIO, and in a time when we're, we're seeing competition on uh, in healthcare, yeah. how how do you develop and keep a good IT workforce? Yeah, you uh, you have to constantly um, uh, focus on engagement, mm -hmm. and um, engagement is different today, right? Um, even with everything you're talking about in the changing ecosystems at Northwell, in the changing sort of competition and technology um, across industries and within industries, we also went hybrid and remote. And so you need to think about different ways of engaging your workforce. You need to communicate effectively um, in different channels. Just exactly everything you're doing as far as digital transformation, you should be doing with your workforce. And making sure that you are also iteratively um, talking to them about what their career interests are, what are the technologies or you know roles that they may be interested in dip, dip, dipping their toe in, um, supporting them in um, following that passion and upscaling them um, in development in those areas. Um, you know, it's easier said than done, but it is that important to ensure that you are meeting your workforce where they need to be, communicating effectively. Um, and also, you know, your workforce is the most important asset you've got. Uh, and you got to take care of it. Don't yeah. take care of it. Um, I, I, I personally would say we can't accomplish anything without our workforce. Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize how much of an IT workforce is contained in a health system, too. It's, yeah. every, you, you think healthcare, you don't think about the IT background that, that pretty much runs everything. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I always remind our. Um, my, my colleagues in our organizations that even with all the innovative initiatives we're focusing on, there is a core foundational run the business workforce that innovation is nothing or transformation is nothing if you can't have the resilience and the performance of all things that connect the city. And it really is all things that connect the city, right? If you think about um, wh what we're talking into today as the mobile device, uh, the laptop that you're using or whatever the edge device is, talking about pipes that carry your wireless uh, and your patient monitoring capabilities inside and outside of the walls. And you are constantly growing and expanding and making sure that our security posture in all those growing and expanding uh, is mitigated and it, it is... Um, you know, protect it, detect, educate. Uh, it's it's a lot uh, that makes up that city. Yeah. Um, 
kind of separate a little bit innovation and technology. They don't have to be uh, one in the same. How do you define innovation? Well, I actually think they they don't have to be one of the same, but I also don't think innovation is isolated. Mm -hmm. I think innovation should be a foundational curiosity and interest in everyone that uh, is in the organization. Uh, and innovation as a discipline needs to be fostered, and that is sacred and needs to be matured, and it needs um, uh, investment, and needs all the care and feeding. Separate than uh, investment in ventures and other types of revenue generating potential opportunities. And then you want that to feed ideas that are inside and outside or inside and outside together uh, to innovate and create um, new things. That new thing is also doesn't have to be technology, by the way. Uh, in my opinion, some of the simplest uh, ideas that may or may not entail technology or optimizing what you have today may be the most appreciated innovation in an organization, especially in healthcare. Is certainly with the workforce issues that healthcare is facing right now, the idea of, of improving workflows can, uh, there's a lot of innovation going on there that, as, as you say, doesn't have to involve technology. Correct. Correct. And by the way, to innovate in the workflows for efficiency is not necessarily creating all new things. Mm -hmm. It can really also be stopping things that you should not be doing today. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes we forget to look at that perspective. Nice. Yeah. Um, with that in mind, you know what new techno what new technology out there or strategies are you looking to adopt? Yeah, so you heard a little earlier. Um, you know, even though the EHR is transactional, mm -hmm. uh, we are going to be uh, implementing a new EHR, which really changes the whole footprint uh, mm -hmm. of our organization. And um, in the very basics of standardizing and rationalizing that footprint, mm -hmm. and uh, having a connected single end-to-end -end continuity will really transform the way uh, our constituents engage and practice or share or um, use tools within the, the system to do their work. Uh, that is foundationally to me uh, a lot of the bedrock that will be shifting. Uh, I think once we can uh, modernize and set up that foundation, we have lots of opportunities to do really anything we want because now you have ease of uh, connecting and enabling that that um, integration to create something uh, from, from a common denominator. And um, some of the things that we're looking at today before the EHR are what technologies can we do to give clinician back more time? Everyone is chasing the... Um, consumer experience, and, and rightly so. Access, consumer experience, very important. But we learn very quickly that that is not um, going to be accomplished without also solving the problems that we have in the clinical space and giving the clinicians more time back, making sure that the clinicians are operating, uh, and the operations really, are also operating at the top of their, their profession. Uh, and in that way, you look at the whole journey of the continuum of care, you're only as good as your last good or bad experience. Whether that is, whether that app worked on your phone, 
whether you call someone they were delightful whether you can get an appointment or not and then when you check in were they you know easy and and delightful uh, and then do you get good outcomes uh, in your follow-through and in your test diagnostic testing and your diagnosis um, is is really you got to look at the continuum and see what you can do and where I'm excited about uh, the ability to simplify and bring in um, you know innovation in the interstitial space are there certain trends you're seeing here at Hims uh, or technologies or strategies new ideas that you you're excited about yeah, so, um, you know, in the last couple of years, I've been very much paying attention to just where is sort of data going and where is the um, areas relative to, you know, Internet of Things and uh, the monitoring space and even the RPM space. Mm. I don't think that's new. Um, and actually, it's probably not the most sexy stuff uh, in all the booth that you see here. Uh, but I think it is, uh, again, something that is evolving very quickly and it is a sort of the, the brains of anything you want to do. So I am curious um, as we evolve whether we are going to be um, maturing in that space in uh, enabling sort of the, the patient who owns the data to share that data readily. Can that data be interpreted and um, used readily in the right way mm -hmm. um, and are you able to also benefit from streaming data that is collected from every gadget under the sun today and how yes. useful is that yeah. to um, be predictive be preventative um, and you know uh, to make sense out of it yeah you, you mentioned of RPM uh, and wearables that the idea of the uh, more of healthcare now is moving outside of the hospital setting yes. into the home or into other locations. How how active is Northwell with RPM or with hospital or home? Yeah, so we started that journey probably, I would say, even before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, we looked at different workflows, uh, really considering different workflows to uh, pilot and to enable that practice. More in our, what I would call our health solutions uh, in our you know, targeted uh, chronic space and or certainly not the acuity that went to during the pandemic. And so um, I, I would not say we're very mature in it uh, today. I know there have been some other presentations that um, my teams are very excited about that they've heard uh, of advancing sort of RPM uh, across states and, uh, and others uh, that we're interested in learning more about. Um, I think that, you know, in the New York uh, metro area, mm -hmm. uh, the the opportunity is there. There is a lot of different competitions, I think, than in rural areas and challenges with, um, you know, just everything that comes with an urban sort of uh, living. Yeah, yeah. People often think that telehealth and RPM and all that is... The, the ideal use case is in a rural setting where you're talking distance and, and geography and all that. But in, in an area like New York City, there, there are different challenges. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and different preferences. I mean, you have every preference and, and probably every, um, you know, culture and language under the sun. Um, you want to serve that community, your community, whichever that may be in your sort of reach or beyond your reach. And... How do you target and analyze what that means? Uh, and how do you really meet the patient's 
expectation of what that means. And and depending on the, the I think the illness, depending on the family structure, depending on the, uh, I think, age, uh, lifestyle, uh, I think, how do you do all of that? And making sure you're not, you're also considering uh, that you are, you know, not being biased and that you are um, bringing health back into the full circle of, of healthcare. Uh, we can't get through an entire conversation without, of course, the, the, the big elephant in the room, AI. Yep. Um, what's, what's your take on that? Are you putting it to use yet? Do you think it's mature enough to be used in, in healthcare? Yes, I do. Um, we have been looking and testing out AI, uh, again, uh, prior to the pandemic in different arenas. I would say, you know, we started very much in, um, you know, in radiology. Uh, we are uh, looking, obviously, in the workforce efficiencies. Um, you know, rudimentary um, RPA instead of AI, uh, automation we're using um, in more of the shared services space in order for us to also um, you know, uh, automate and um, uh, simplify work uh, in a way that is repeatable. And um, looking into the future, um, you know, we have also, I think you probably have seen in the news, you know, Northwell is working very closely with partners uh, and looking at, um, you know, maternal fetal uh, mortality, uh, looking at uh, uh, cultural, you know, uh, uh, opportunities to serve up uh, healthcare um, and reduce uh, uh, mortality, comorbidities, uh, and such. So yes, I think AI is something we should be very much focused on and investing in, but be careful in doing so, right? Um, people much smarter than I understand sort of the floats and the algorithms and the you know pilots and the uh, QA aspect of it. And, uh, and I think we don't want to undermine that in healthcare um, because it is healthcare, it is not you know, uh, popping up your next thing you want to shop for or trying to figure out what, you know, what types of food you like. Uh, so you got to be careful with that. Yeah, it has to be said that healthcare has to keep that human touch. The balance between human and automation yes. is, is going to be very interesting. Yes, absolutely. I thought you were going to ask me about chat GPT. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's the next phase, yes. That's uh, all the craze right now. Yeah, but again, there's there's a lot of potential there, but is, have we reached there? Have we gotten as far enough that it can be used? I think in the sim simplest of, you know, conversations, mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of uh, benefits and opportunities to leverage, uh, I think there is still a lot more to be thought about uh, relative to responsible use, relative to uh, the, the type of usage uh, that uh, you're using it for. Um, in the future to be proven yes absolutely yeah is there anything and this this will be the last question is there anything that surprised you good or bad maybe what you're seeing here or in 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 the healthcare in general um i think it's it, it's surprising but not surprising i am um still very excited that there is the energy uh and the uh focus in healthcare and technology and digital transformation. Not that I thought it would wean, but you know, 
you have the dot com, you know, boom. You have sort of the, I feel like, the whole platform and technical alphabet boom that happened. Um, I was very curious whether, um, you know, a certain period after the pandemic, whether that was sort of, you know, kind of slowed down a bit uh, and even out and um, worried about the uh, financial challenges in our industry today. Uh, and how do we balance that along with the top priorities and investment we need to continue to be able to frog leap and recognize all the, the changes that need to go into improving healthcare and wellness? Um, I am hoping that we don't lose the focus and energy. Yeah, I mean, in this in this economy, uh, ROI for anything new has to be proven very quickly. Yes. Uh, or else it's, it, it's, it holds no value. Yes. So it's, and it but, is a challenge in yes. the provider, in a traditional provider space, uh, you know, and the uh, the Innovo big tech companies are chomping at the edges of oh, it, yeah. right? So um, you also have to pay attention to that. Yeah. And just, you know, by what we're seeing here at HIMSS and at Five and Health and the ATA before this, the, 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 the focus on innovation is still there. Yes. It's just, it's, and that's a great thing, right? Sophie, thank you very much for joining thank us. Thank you. It's been a fantastic conversation. Same here. Very nice to meet you. And thank you for listening to the Health Leaders Podcast. We'll be back next Tuesday with more healthcare industry insights.